Welcome to CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. All right, I have Horst Schultz. He is the co-founder of the Ritz-Carlton Hotels Company, uh, founder and chairman emeritus of Capella Hotels Company. Horst, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Delighted to be here. Thank you. Give our audience a, a, some flavor of your background, how you got into this industry, and then I have a whole list of questions that I'd love to ask you. Well, I, I come from a small town in Germany. I left home when I was 14 to live in a dorm room in the finest hotel in the area, which unfortunately was 60 miles away from home. I worked there as an apprentice, busboy, dishwasher, and so on for the next few years. And then went out and worked in Europe, in which, which would, was were considered at the time, and still are, the finest hotels in Europe. In 1964, I came to the United States for a year, and I'm still here. I worked for uh, Hilton, Hyatt, had a great career with Hyatt, and then uh, worked for, as a food and beverage operations manager, vice president for the United States for Hyatt. And somebody offered me a job to start a new hotel company in charge of operations. Uh, and I was, so I moved from Chicago to Atlanta to accept this job. A little bit over a year later, we opened our first hotel, and which ended then up to be the Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company. Now, you have a very illustrious career of success after success. Um, I love the book. Thank you so much for autographing my copy. I really appreciate this. Um, the, I wanted to get right down into, into business because we only have so much time in this sure. particular interview. Uh, give us your outlook for the luxury and the hospi hospi excuse me, hospitality industries, China, technology, disruption, and market volatility, if you would. Well, the, the future looks uh, interesting because it, the traditional names of hotels that will turn into more and more of sleeping commodities. Now, I don't mean that negative. So you will check in with, uh, with your app, you go to your room, you probably don't see anybody, you sleep and you leave again the next day. And that's one part of the industry. The other part of the industry is uh, experience. You go to the hotel and there are people that take care of you and, and respond to your need and experience more than just sleeping. That is kind of the future. There's a lot of technology happening to support the hotel business. And there's a company by the name of KYC, for example, that is the first step in really becoming sophisticated in all deliveries of technology within a hotel. And so, so the industry is kind of in a fast evolution. It's not a revolution, it's a fast evolution. Uh, it, it has changed over the last years in where the luxury business, where the luxury segment divides into two segments, the ultra luxury and the affordable luxury. But this is true in many other businesses like uh, 20 years ago, you would have asked what is a super luxury car? Everybody would have asked Mercedes, said Mercedes, today you may say Bentley. The same thing is true in other industry and very clearly in the hotel business. Growth in the industry, in almost any industry, really pin, uh, hinges on being able to be the innovative leader, the, the disruptor in this business. What do you see in your industry sector as being that defining moment to 
get away from the pack, to be able to actually be the leader in your industry sector yeah. on those terms. Yeah, yeah well, in, in fact, I'm advising on a hotel right now in Nashville. And if, if we can, if the, the owners can finance it, I'm on advising. It will be another disruptor, just as we were uh, 30-some years ago with Ritz-Carlton. We were, we were a disruptor. That one will be a disruptor. And what that is, very simply, it really made, looked at what is the... To, we totally analyzed what do the, the millennials want, because tomorrow's guests, if we like it or not, are only millennials. So we looked at what they want, and we're creating a product, what they want. And, and that product is, on one hand, very very green, very exciting, very world-concentrated, uh, but at the same, same time concentrated on the individual user. That means, when, for example, uh, we will have on, on each room, there will be a picture of a child in Africa, uh, and if anybody uses that room, that child, and that's the name of the room, and that child will get a dollar or whatever from each usage of that room. So, it, so, with other words, we are recognizing situations in the world, support in the world. Everything is truly, too, truly green, and including the materials and so on being used. That is, we cannot avoid that. That is the expectation of our market segment going forward. It's not that necessarily, and I'm not saying we don't, but it's not necessarily the belief of the operators, but it's the demand of the market responding to the market. That is one huge, uh, huge change. But, but the hotel industry will do well anyway, because think about it, there are new markets coming into the business. It, uh, the same thing, 20 years ago, in our resort in Bali, there wasn't a single mainland Chinese customer Today, 60% of the occupancy are mainland Chinese customers. The same way as, as India becomes more affluent, more travelers, there's already, we see a lot of travelers coming out of Indonesia. So you have new markets coming into the, into the business. And that, was, that made us healthy as a hotel industry in the last 15, 20 years. Now, you coined the phrase, um, Ladies and gentlemen, serving ladies and gentlemen, what what gave you the, you know, the, the um, inspiration to bring that out? Where did you find well, that? I, I actually wrote an essay about that when I was 16 years old. Uh, see, watching one day, I was told where I was worked, my first job, that is a hotel where we could never go. This is only for important ladies and gentlemen. And the, the, the general manager, when I started, said, don't ever be envious. You are servants. We are all servants. And the guests are important, ladies and gentlemen. But then I saw, when the major D approached the table, I was working there about two years. I could all of a sudden, I realized that the guests were proud that he came to the table. And I wrote an essay about it. I wrote simply that whatever job you have in life, you can define yourself if you create excellence and establish yourself as a lady or gentleman, even though it's a medium job, if you're excellent in what you produce. So I wrote an essay about it and a following, it kind of lived with me because I got an, it's an A for the essay, which I never had before. So it stuck with me. 
I then introduced it many years later as the motto for our company. And the message was, everyone is a ladies and gentlemen. You can define yourself. But at the same time to the leaders, the message was, respect every employee as a ladies and gentlemen. They're, sim they're equal to you as a ladies and gentlemen, as a human being. That was the message. It was, it resonated. It became in my industry world famous. You know, uh, there's another thing that you brought out. I think it's chapter two of your book about customer service. It's not just a back office. It's, it's, it's a culture throughout the organization. Bring that content out for me. Yeah, it, 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 customer service is simply take, putting yourself in the position of customers and helping the guest, the customer, to, to make the right decision about the product that you have. Helping them, putting your business, in this moment when you face a customer, you are to care for them, to help them in, 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 the, in, the, in, the, in their transaction. It's not a transaction only. It's a moment of relationship. It's the moment when I, as an employee, can convince that guest to want to come back to our organization. That's the moment you, we must capture. In fact, the most important thing any company does is keep the customers that you have, create loyal customers. And every transaction is a chance to do exactly that. Treat them like ladies and gentlemen, respect them, and, and care for them in the transaction that you're about to, to work out with the guest. You know, Horst, uh, um, I, I haven't even scratched the surface of the questions that I have for you, but um, our interview time is up for now. I want to extend a invitation to come back and allow us to go into more in depth of your leadership skills, the messages that you bring that resonate, that created the success that that has surrounded you and that you built with this empire. Would you would you accept my offer? I would love to do that. My pleasure. Thank you. My pleasure. Now, don't go away before we go. I have some introductions I want to make to you off air, but thank you for being my guest today. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, you've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.